the Last Call podcast with your host, Chris Michaels, because you are all part of this Last Call caravan. I do this four times a week at least. And my, oh my gosh, we've had protesters in France shoot the president of France, Macron, uh, his presidential estate with horse shit. Yes, that's right. They brought in a horse manure cesspool truck and reversed gears and sprayed the whole thing with horse shit. God, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Um, and then, and then, what else do we have? And that was all because of Macron wanted to clamp down with vaccine passports and everything else. You're starting to see that all across uh, the European Union, and now you're starting to see it in the United States and various cities. Like, it, it's just becoming more and more obvious what they're trying to do. And in California, you've got that. In, uh, in New York City, you've got the same thing. The mayor of New York City said that city workers are going to either have to be vaccinated or they're going to have to be checked for COVID uh, every week, at least once a week. Why? Because of the sudden Delta variant spike. Okay, well, the problem is, is that nobody has told me how they're determining what is COVID-19, what is Delta, what is Lambda, what is Beta, on and on we go. No one can tell me how they're determining the differences between all of the COVID strains. The other issue is I would like them to stop using proportions because if you suddenly have 30 people testing, for po- testing positive for COVID and you've been averaging 10, the mainstream media goes out there and says there's a 200% increase in COVID cases. Why? Because you went from 10 to 30. That's it. Out of 350 million people. Nonsense. And now here's the other thing. Here's the other fun with numbers item that they like to run up the flagpole here. Is they don't tell you why those people got into the hospital to begin with. Because I'd really like to know that. You know, you have to go into the hospital uh, because you are... Uh, th- that's where they're reading the positive COVID cases from. Oh, oh, by the way, the PCR tests that they used throughout all of last year, they are now recalled, a class one recall, because the positivity rates and the negativity rates are so irresponsibly overblown or underrepresented that you cannot get a proper reading on what a COVID case is or isn't. And that means... That all of 2020 is nonsense. All of it. That also means the argument for vaccinations out the window. Because how did you argue vaccinations? Rises in COVID cases. How did you determine there was a rise in COVID cases? Through the PCR testing devices, which are now all recalled. So once you remove your supposed testing device, which provides your evidence, that subsequently means that your whole argument is bunk and it goes out the window. So what's the real purpose behind all of this? Uh, also, like I said before, why? how are these people being tested positive for COVID? I suspect it's this. Somebody goes into the hospital for something. Broken arm, broken leg, uh, tonsils being removed. Whatever it is, a routine procedure. 
And for whatever reason, they, they test positive on admittance to the hospital. And that will count as a positive COVID case. People aren't getting sick. People are not going to the hospital because they are suddenly suspicious that they may have COVID. They're going to the hospital for routine procedures, and they are testing positive. So it is a normal level of people being admitted to the hospital. However, they are also testing positive for COVID. So these people are not going in there because they're worried about COVID. At least that's my guess, because that's the only way they're going to fudge with numbers like this. So, But more importantly, more importantly, we get to the question of why is there this sudden push for everybody, everybody to get a vaccine. Why is this happening now? What happened? What? Where is this push coming from? Why are these people suddenly panicking about everything when it comes to getting a certain level of vaccine con- uh, compliance? So... We have to go. Does anybody remember John McAfee, the ne'er do well, the pirate that died? He supposedly had a dead man's switch. And that dead man's switch is essentially this something happens to McAfee, then information gets released. Nobody believes that McAfee died from suicide. I would suspect that death, in quotes, is really a way to get this information out and a way to get the dead man's switch flipped on. And that's what we're seeing. You have his Telegram account releasing cryptic messages, which oddly enough, by the way, have the same syntax and grammar as Q. So now I'm wondering whether or not McAfee was Q all along, or at least somebody associated with McAfee was writing this stuff, who is now... Uh, basically communi- allowing McAfee to communicate with us from the great beyond. or And Q was also this person writing the stuff. So I, I wonder if McAfee is Q or McAfee is related to Q in any sort of way. And there have been cryptic messages, a lot of binary code. Um, a lot of it has to do with cryptocurrency stuff and the way it's getting released. But ultimately... Um, there's a lot of current events being posted on McAfee's Dead Man's Switch. Uh, one of those items is the other day, and this gets to, at least in my humble opinion, your your host. It gets to the reason why I think they are pushing for a vaccine that a shot, an inoculation. So bad. And why we are on the precipice of more massive lockdowns, except this time, thanks to Biden, thanks to uh, people within the agricultural departments here in the United States, they are purposefully creating a system of lack. That's why you're starting to see backups everywhere. You're starting to see shelves go empty. They are going to not only lock you down this fall and winter, but they're also going to create scarcity. So maybe we should start considering preparations for that. How much food do you have stored? How much can you save for an extended period of time? On and on. So McAfee's, one of McAfee's posts on his Dead Man's Switch website, it begins with a patent. Now, it's a whole patent number. Patent numbers are very boring and dry. You don't need to read them. But the odd thing about this patent number, it includes 2020 in it. It also includes 060606. 
In other words, 666. That was the first thing that was on his page. The second thing that was on that page was a countdown timer. Now, over the weekend, it was at 193 days. Now, I think it's at 192 or 191. Why is there a timer? He wants you to know of a specific date when this timer goes off. And the date, if you move into the future, 191 days, 192 days, you end up on February 2nd, 2022. And if you were to uh, break that down, it is two, 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 two. So four twos, which ultimately come into the number eight, which, as we all know, if you are in the occult circles, eight is the ultimate symbol, an eight-pointed star, the ultimate symbol of creating order out of chaos and chaos out of order. You control both sides of the equation. You are the Mobius strip where it's unending. It's an unending eight. It's a sign of enlightenment. Now, what also is significant about 2222 is that it's the 33rd day of the year. Why is 33 significant? There are 33 steps in Freemasonry. Unless you spit on the Bible, then you go on to another few steps. There are 33 steps in the pyramid on the dollar. I think on the dollar bills is 33 steps somewhere on some pyramid. I don't remember. And also, the late J.C., Jesus Christos, died when he was 33 years old, uh, supposedly, according to the mythology. What else is significant about that date is that it is the fifth week of the year. Now, why is the number five so significant? The number five is significant because that's where you get pentagons and pentagrams and pentacles out of that number, the number five, it's very satanic. No, it's, it's actually a neutral number because if you put a pentacle one way or the other way, it either represents a protection circle or a summoning circle. So you're either protecting yourself, letting not letting something in, or you're opening the gates to let something in. It's either protection or a gateway device. Now, there was a number of binary codes in the same post, and I translated the binary codes. It reads... I, and binary is just a bunch of ones and zeros, and then you can translate it into language or anything else that you want. So the binary code translates into, I am just a programmer, but I found the enemy in a quote-unquote empty jar. The sixth step of the plan is a non-human technology that will be like a dollar ID or money ID to be accepted as quote-unquote as heavenly citizens. The revel now he purposefully misspells this. Reveldies could be revels or rebel rebel. If you if you spell it with a B as in boy instead of a V as in Victor, uh, you get rebel in Spanish. So the revel the reveldies will be killed. So the rebels will be killed. Those who hide will not be able to buy or sell with any other payment method. Each man generates a unique vibration equals token equals pass equals revelation 13. Now, what does that all mean? But you could you could pretty much get where I'm going with all this. That's essentially going to mean that there's going to be a technology and he says it a non-human technology that is going to read the vibrations of human beings. Every human vibrates at a specific frequency. Now, if you go into occultish literature and you you listen to a whole bunch of uh, occult lore historians and people that are knowledgeable, every single human being has their own very specific vibrational frequency that nobody else can contact. So it's almost as if you go into demonology, you can control a demon 
if you know the demon's real name. So it's the same thing. You can control a human if you know the human's real frequency. Very important. And also, the implication here is, the last sentence, each man generates a unique vibration. So each of us vibrate at a certain frequency, and that equals a token, and that equals a pass. Now, if you go up, basically what he's saying is, Mark of the Beast technology, something inserted into you, that is resonating with your frequency, with your specific vibrational frequency, that allows you to be tracked, that allows you to earn your money, that allows you to eat, which that basically means you're looking at a cashless society and they identify you by your genetic vibrational frequential makeup. That's how advanced this technology is. Now, the uh, what is it? The patent that was at the head of this drop is this. Uh, it, they call it a what do they call it here? A oh where is it? I had it two seconds ago. Basically, it is a patent for technology to do exactly what he spoke about or what he dropped there. It is a cryptocurrency. The patent itself is a cryptocurrency system using body activity data. And it reads as follows. Human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of of a cryptocurrency system. A server may provide a task to a device of a user, which is communicatively coupled to the server. A sensor, communicatively coupled to or comprised in the device of the user, may sense body activity of the user. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user. The cryptocurrency system, communicatively coupled to the device of the user, may verify if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. Okay, so let's let's really boil that down. There are this patent, which has the number 666 in it, provides the ability for a sensor to read your body, okay, based upon what the activity, your work, is supposed to be. So if this sensor reads that you are doing the task that you are assigned to do, you will quote-unquote mine cryptocurrency. In other words, you will earn your paycheck. And once the sensor reads that you are doing your supposed job that's been assigned to the, the to the device, then that device sends the data off to a server. That server then interacts with whatever it is. It could be uh, a government. It could be your employer, whoever it is. That employer then uses that data to say, you know what, this person, employee one, two, three, they're doing the job that we have assigned them to do. And so we will give them the pay that we promised them to do the assigned job because the body sensor is reading the appropriate vitals. Now, how would you do that? What kind of device would allow us to sense 
if somebody is doing something and they're doing it in a way that allows you to earn your paycheck and is validated by the system that is in place, okay? What kind of device? They're talking about pretty much injecting something into you. And if we're to go back to a few of my podcasts, we talk about quantum dots, graphene quantum dots. We talk about how 5G is going to be implemented. We talk about how if they're injecting people with quantum dots, with graphene, that means that the body is now vibrating on a different frequency. And it is essentially magnetic. And it will be able to determine whether or not you are in a specific place or doing a specific task. And the sensor in that patent is none other than your cell phone or an Amazon device or any sort of motion device that interacts with Wi-Fi. Essentially, an Internet of Things, which they are pushing at a breakneck speed. Joseph Farrell posted... Uh, here's a few for the binding prayers list. And he posted this last week, and this couples very nicely with what I just brought up. He references uh, an article on unlimitedhangout.com. Regina Dugan wrote uh, this article, apparently. Another project that Dugan led, in, or somebody wrote it about her, led involved the use of a digital tattoo to unlock smartphones. This is exactly what we spoke about. Luciferase, graphene, quantum dots that act like an infrared tattoo that interacts with smart devices and 5G. Dugan was also behind the creation of a digital authentication pill. According to Dugan, when the pill was swallowed, your entire body becomes your authentication token. Dugan framed the pill and many of her other efforts at Google as working to fix the mechanical mismatch between humans and electronics by producing technology that merges the body and machines to varying degrees. While serving in the capacity at Google, Dugan chaired a panel in 2013 with the global uh, Clinton Global Initiative called Game Changers in Technology. And she attended Bilderberg in 2015 to discuss AI. In 2012, then th- there's another person here, Ken Gabriel. 2012, Gabriel followed Dugan to Google, where he actually became responsible for creating, according to Google and Google co-founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin, uh, creating a private sector ground-up model of DARPA out of Motorola Mobility. Now, DARPA is the Defense Department's skunk works. They come up with really bizarre stuff like time travel devices and things like that. Regina Dugan was placed in charge, and Gabriel served as deputy. And it was essentially DARPA's Special Forces innovation approach that could revolutionize both public and private sectors and blah, 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 blah. So in addition to his role at Welcome, which Gabriel then moved to in 2020, uh, and he's on the board of the World Economic Forum, and he's on Galvini Bioelectronics, a joint venture of GlaxoSmithKline, big-time pharmaceutical, which is intimately linked to the Wellcome Trust and the Google subsidiary of Verily. Galvani focuses on the development of bioelectronic medicines that involve implant-based modulation of neural signals in an overt push by the pharma industry and Silicon Valley to normalize transhumanist medicines. 
this is what the end goal here is. And the drop from the drop from McAfee essentially gives us this timeline. They want as many people inoculated with whatever this stuff is, assuming it's mostly graphene, as a lot of these reports are coming out, particularly a big-time study that was done in Spain by a lot of doctors and independent researchers and things like that. They, they determined, if this is true, they determined that 99% of the vaccines that we're being uh, administered with are graphene, which, which correlates to the graphene quantum dot technology. This is what they're talking about here. McAfee gives us a deadline of February 2nd of next year where they want as many people possible to be hooked up to this stuff. And they're going to coerce you into doing it. This is not going to get fun, but we're going to overcome it. They're going to pressure us even more. They're going to reconsider lockdowns, as Dr. Anthony Fauci uh, said on Sunday. This isn't going anywhere. And it's a time to start doing what the French have done. Break out the piles of shit and start flinging it. So this is The Last Call with Chris Michaels. It's the very first podcast of this week. And I will be back, of course, three other times during this wonderful last week of July.